It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 38. I'm sad my coworkers are miserable. I started my job at the Lame Case Management Agency. Predictably, it was lame as shit. I walked into the morning meeting and two staff were already there, a young man and a young woman. They were still green about working and in the immediate past experienced unfounded excitement when they got hired out of college for this $18 an hour job. For them, case management responsibilities took about five and eight months, respectively, to break them. So I walked into that morning meeting and the two staff already there immediately hushed their conversation in progress. Understanding what was happening, I assured them, don't quiet down on account of me, I'll be quitting in a few months too. They both breathed a heavy sigh of relief and unloaded how much they hated their jobs. The young woman already had her next job lined up and was waiting on the background check, and the young man didn't give a fuck about his next job. He was just done. My new boss entered the room, and we started the meeting. My new boss was one of the two young women who interviewed me, but not the one who originally called to schedule the interview. She was the other one, the one who asked me about my extra professionalism. Contessa was quirky and kind, and a case management savant. I actually came to enjoy working with her. I partly stayed as long as I did to offset how many staff Contessa hired that immediately quit after their training. Ironically, reporting to work at the lame case management agency was like stepping into a COVID-19 time machine. When I left the Hummingbird Academy, we were basically done with COVID even though COVID wasn't done with us. At the Lame Case Management Agency, we had 50% of the staff working from home and absolutely no clients in the building. We also had to wear masks at all times. The break room was a step up from the teacher's lounge, but plastic shielding was everywhere, so if I ever ate lunch on site, I didn't, I'd be separated from others by my own little terrarium. Aside from those two co-workers who quit during my first week, I got to know most everybody else over video conference only. Seemingly, the vast majority of my co-workers were female again. I miss the camaraderie of having bros like Mr. Dutch and Mr. Spudspank and tried to befriend an older guy named Horatio. I enjoyed being able to come and go as I pleased again, a freedom I didn't have while stuck at school all day, and brought Horatio some snacks from one of my many trips to the gas station. Did you buy too many? He asked, not understanding my offer of friendship. I tried to bond with Horatio many times, but was never successful. My man was all business. Contessa invested a lot of time showing me the new case management software. All the basic forms I had come to know from working case management jobs for time immemorial were represented, but now with extra steps. So, so many extra steps. I remarked that she was too young to know how much simpler documentation used to be, and I swore billing and encountering never used to take three screens, a second monitor, and several pop-up confirmations. The software also offered gaping holes for user error. For example, you could choose the correct place of service, 
home, school, clinic, community, above, and then below when selecting your billing code, accidentally choose the incorrect place of service modifier. Like, why can't the software stop the user from making a selection that is in conflict with another selection on the same page? Why can't the software warn you that the place of service conflicts with the place of service modifier? Every time a staff made this mistake, an audit person sent an email with the supervisor's CC'd and requested a correction. Corrections also took another several pages and wasted half an hour to complete. I used to get so frustrated with the correction emails before I became an electronic medical records ninja like Contessa. The most horrifying change to the convoluted world of behavioral health was that the Regional Behavioral Health Authority split into seven separate health plans under access, and all of them made unique rules and regulations. Never before in this job setting did I have to consider different courses of treatment for my clients based on health plan affiliation. Only because Contessa was nice, I decided to change my quitting strategy from the end of my training to the end of my 90-day probation. What else? Well... My lame case management agency was basically a front for drugs. The legal drugs like anti-anxiety medication and anti-depression medication. So with COVID protocols, I didn't get to roam the community mentoring young boys like Ding Dong Ditch as much as I did in years past. I mostly met with exasperated parents over video conferencing software and then set up telemed appointments with our two psychiatric doctors. Because the psychiatric doctors were so in demand, I befriended the women who managed the medical appointment schedule so my clients always got seen with priority standing. Since I went to the gas station multiple times a day, I always brought something back for Bree and Leah. But like everyone else at the Lame Case Management Agency, Bree and Leah quit before too long. In fact, one of the two psychiatric doctors quit too. The great resignation that rolled behind the COVID pandemic was washing away all my colleagues faster than I could get to know them. Hilariously, my Lame Case Management Agency was still conducting new intakes even though there were no staff to pick up the new cases and no counselors, therapists, or doctors to see the new clients. Coworkers like Horatio were overwhelmed with quadruple the number of cases promised by our job description. I would have been equally overwhelmed, but I told Contessa I would quit if my caseload rose above what she told me at my interview. I felt guilty, but hey, in my line of work, we're always counseling clients to maintain good boundaries. Even though Contessa was a supervisor, she managed a boatload of cases to prevent her sinking staff from drowning. I respected her more for her effort. I leaned into the staffing crisis and warned my clients as I met them that the state of behavioral health services was bleak. I let them know accurately that they would be waiting a long time for any counselor, therapist, or psychiatric doctor. I encouraged them to call 911 if faced with a real crisis and said the police might get them into a facility quicker. Unfortunately, COVID dropped a big burden on mental health in the community, and I had a lot of teens in the hospital for suicidal ideation and drug overdoses. Like I said before, these situations were where I put my full effort. If a teen landed in a facility close enough for me to visit, and the facility allowed visits, 
not all of them did during the pandemic, then I would go and bring some of my young adult curriculum. We would set goals, make safety plans, and just talk about life. A facility I frequently visited had adults and children sharing a waiting room before admitting the two groups down different hallways. As bad as bed availability was for children, I saw plenty of unhinged adults destroy that shared waiting room. I got used to watching 90s era sitcoms on the wall television while potted plants exploded around me. And speaking of 90s era sitcoms, oh my god, the flagship program with the group of young adults living together in New York does not hold up well. Saying this may be in poor taste, but watching episodes sometimes made me want to kill myself too. All in all, I flew under the radar, refused to work more cases than what was originally advertised for my position, spent half my day chilling at the gas station down the street, and when I wasn't directly facilitating a video conference, spaced out and ruminated on the recently concluded genital herpes saga. I even absentmindedly pulled my dick out of my pants at my cubicle one day to check for viral fluid-filled vesicles that burst and crust over. There was no reason to believe I had herpes, since Melody and I never did anything more than that blowjob. But I was heartbroken, and the idea of herpes infected my daily thoughts. I even started taking an everyday dose of L-Lysine, which is, which is the recommended supplement to boost the immune system, to suppress non-existent herpes outbreaks. Again, I consistently tested negative for both HSV-1 and HSV-2 months after dating Melody, but while working at the Lame Case Management Agency, I relentlessly thought about herpes and behaved in bizarre ways that acknowledged herpes in my lost relationship. Did you happen to forget over the course of reading this book that I'm crazy? I would never bother Melody or any woman after she asked me not to reach out again, but I'll always fall into depression and do psychotic shit that's disruptive to my own routine. I also got a hold of some permanent markers and drew herpes all over my penis and groin. Sometime during my STD live action role play, the clinical services director for our lame case management agency found out I was a certified substance abuse counselor. She asked if I would offer a training, not just for my site, but simultaneously broadcast myself to all of our sites across Arizona. I thought, hmm, training case managers and clinicians all over Arizona to provide substance abuse counseling is a good way to fuck things up for businesswomen over at Esperanza Siempre. I agreed to train my entire lame case management agency the state over, attempted to wipe off the fake herpes, a struggle because I used permanent marker, and confidently put my dick back in my pants. I decided to change my quitting strategy from the end of my 90-day probation to however long it took to ruin Esperanza Siempre. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.